everybody, and welcome to another Book Without Manners. Watch as a house of dragons. Hot D? Hot D in it. I don't know, spread the hot D. What up? I'm Nate. Over there, introducing the show, as I get loud as yeah, fuck, apparently, crazy. is Zach. I'm Zach. So, just a quick, uh, uh, we're going to be discussing episode two of House of the Dragon, the Rogue Prince, but both Nate and I are under the weather, so if there's any odd... Silences or issues pauses. with this episode. We probably we went into a coughing fit or something, right. and we just, you know, we no really, COVID. Like we're, we're, we're right. We're, we're staying good, and monkeypox is actually running rampant right now in Southern California where we're at. But so far, everything's okay. Right. But just a little under the weather as the kiddos started school and yeah, bringing those germ factories around again. We love it, but bear with us. We wanted to get this episode out because we're having a lot of fun. But we're not here to talk about being sick with hot D, man. We're talking about. House of the Dragon. <clears throat> but uh, it's been fun. It's been a oh. lot of fun having actual active content again. And well-received content I, yeah, for the most part at that. There's a lot of outliers, and most of them are wrong. But just You're that. Wrong. They're, yeah, they're right. wrong. Like, they're either racist takes or yeah, yeah. fucking ignorant takes in some way, shape, or another. And, like, but. everybody's kind of, because hot the hot, the hot news is, one... Uh, the season two confir- confirmation, Confirm, right. and also Miguel Sapochnik is stepping, is stepping down as showrunner. Which NBD guys, Good like, for him. let's all let's all take a breather and realize that the show is still being run by one of the two that initially Ryan started. Ryan Condal is still there, and Miguel with, will still be in orbit. And and Martin is still working Martin, with Ryan yeah. Condal. And this their, is this is, these are good things. These let good things. let people. It's a thing in D anD D that they tell you take a break when you're burnt out. Otherwise, it's just a fucking slog, and you're going to make bad things. Yeah, like, to me, it's... Miguel is just... He's a sweet baby angel. Let him go do what he wants right? to do, I mean, man. like, he kind of got swept up into shit because he had some chops and showed it with right. his episodes in Game of Thrones, and then all of a sudden, next thing he knows, he's spearheading shows and spinoffs, and let the guy take a break if he wants to break and yeah. come back if he wants to. But it's good stuff. It's fun stuff. It's been... It's been fun. It's been a fun show. So so far, yeah. So we should mention that we are full spoiler because I don't think we said it at the beginning. Yeah, probably not. Usually we talk about the Song of Ice and Fire books. We're rereading them currently on Storm of Swords, mm-hmm. hitting the Red Wedding, brief hiatus while we begin working our schedules for the House of the Dragon, recording for that, and working on getting you know more content in general from us as well. And so, yeah. Are you ready for Rogue Prince? Do you have anything else that you need to... No. It's good stuff, man. Let me so we watched episode one. Episode one was great. It was a lot of just setting the stage. It was the tourney, and young Balin Targaryen was attempted to come into the world, but King Viserys Air had to make day. the difficult choice as to whether or not to attempt to yeah. incur a C-section on his wife and did, which ended up not being worth it. Emma was murdered in cold blood. So there's no heir, and he decides to name his daughter, Rhaenyra, as heir, and tell her the the dark, dirty secret of the Targaryens, which is the winter is coming. All in retaliation to Daemon mentioning the name heir for a day in one of the brothels down in Yeah, Daemon gets kicked out. Bye, you gotta go. And heads off to Dragonstone. So, the Rogue Prince. This episode starts first with the new intro sequence. So, let's also start with, this is the title of one of the books. Yeah, one of the, the, whoa. So sorry. This I guy's just, getting I a thought, I thought we knew what we were talking about here. Well, we, we know what's going on here, but some of the listeners may not. Uh, and I'm not going heavy into who the Rogue Prince is. I'm just mentioning that there is a novella. novella. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's this one and uh, a queen and her dragons, something like that. I air for a day. Uh, no, it's not air for a day, no. dude. Stop it. But yeah, so it's one of the good ones. It's it's a companion to Fire and oh, Blood. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. And... You can just read Fire and Blood and get essentially the same story. Yeah, 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 but for the most part, right. So, yeah. But if you want to read more Martin, go ahead and look up the Rogue Prince because yes, it is a novella title, but, but it's obviously clearly. Damon Targaryen, and this episode one, yeah, right, we we get the title sequence, the new one, which a lot of people are bummed that the theme song isn't new, but I understand because this is sort of the Game of Thrones brand that they're doing, and right. so this is a a sister show. Right, and not so, to liken it to, but the, the MCU, the Marvel right, Cinematic they, Universe, yeah. the D- DCU, like, like they all the have their hype up music. Right. And I, 
I was pumped. Second that those those chords hit. I love hit, the new intro. The fucking the blood, dude. It's yes. uh, it's so intense and running through the little Valeria made like Super cool it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's neat because yeah, they they take the direct inspiration of going from place to place, but instead of across the entire continent, it's just Valeria and through the alleys. Well, and and, oh, and it's like, and then you know each of the crowns sim like symbolically representing the different Targaryens throughout the history. It's also instead of you know going from place to place, we're going from rain to rain. Right. Instead of house following to house, the blood, it's bloodline that, and to the bloodline blood, of the you know, gets more river-like as mm-hmm. more blood is added to it. It's, mm, mm, I love it. I love everything about the sequence. And this episode starts wild because like, cause this is like... So it feels like this This could have been a cold open here. This well, should have they... been like how the the entire vibe of the Iron Islands in the original yeah, show sure. is this crab feeder Ooh. shit, man. Cause, so it's, like... it's, it's graphic and it's great. It's typical, you know, of the, the series and how it... It comes at us, but... So we get the crab feeder, and yeah. he's executing motherfuckers, mainly by nailing them to the posts and allowing them to be eaten by the crabs. And, like, you see the crabs, like, nipping at the open right. bone. And then all of a sudden one of them moves the while guy, they're... Oh, oh, man, yeah, it's... Horrid. It's, it's great, brutal. but it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a great reminder of, like, yeah, this guy's doing horrid shit over here, and then... Immediately, we cut back to King's Landing. As... Well, so I did want to mention with that, because this was like one of our real good close-ups of Kragus Drahar, and he's covered in grayscale. Gray. And has a bit of a... I can't tell. We kind of briefly touched on it. A mask? Is it a mask I that covers know. up? I think it's like a mask that's covering up a, a big portion of grayscale on his face, but... Who knows? Yeah, we'll I, it's a it's a weird. I haven't actually like searched out straight up a picture of him, which I guess I could have. But it's a it's a weird it's a it's a weird look that's real creepy, and I like it. But yeah, we come back to the small council in King's Landing, Viserys, and they're discussing the recent death of Ryan Redwine and Lord Commander of the Lord King's Commander, Guard. and that that needs to be addressed. Sir Harold is now Lord Commander, but that spot needs to be filled. And Corley storms in, and he's like, yo, My boy. exactly what the fuck I said was going to happen is now happening. Ships were taken, four, and one of them was my own. And what the fuck are we going to do? And what I- are you doing? And they, Otto and King Viserys beat around the bush. Viserys says, you know, well, I'm not going to go to war with the free cities. They'll, that's, that's crazy. And even... Um, was it Beesbury? Beesbury yeah. was pointing out that never in the history of the Seven Kingdoms have they declared war on any of the free cities. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah, Corley's is is pissed. He's pissed about this because it makes them. And he asks, like, what reason do they even have to fucking fear us then? If they can just attack one of our main trade routes with impunity, the and and it's he's hinting at the fact that Viserys looks fucking weak. He looks weak. Even Damon is allowed to go and take Dragonstone, and which get, is really cool. We get the reference to the time jump of for half a year. He's been there six right. months, so which is perfect whoop. timing for that because it's also giving a little foreshadowing of him working with Damon, because now right at the end of the last episode, Damon said the exact same thing. Right, Viserys, you're a weak king. He's a shit. And king. now Corley's coming in saying the same shit. You're weak, brah. Like, get your shit together. And of course, you know, the royal cupbearer slash heir apparent, Rhaenyra is listening to all of this, and she's like, you have dragon riders. Like, send us to fucking send a message, show of strength. And even Corley's is like, hell yes, Even princess. she's got a plan. And Viserys is like, you're a dumb woman, and shut shut your mouth. And Otto's like all disapproving of Rhaenyra. Agreed, dumb woman, like, stupid, and stupid And Otto's woman. like, you should probably send her out with Sir Harold to pick the the perspective And then the piece of shit's coming, like, not to jump ahead, but the piece of shit's going to come over to mansplain to her why it's all fucking wrong what she's trying to pull anyway. So, like, why'd you even send her out there, you piece of yeah, shit? Yeah, Otto's got real, real, real cunty vibes. Dude, he's my episode, Theon for this show. I love it. It's like, I, I despise Theon until the very last season or two where he started, all right, he's doing good because Alfie Allen killed it. I love what the actor's doing with Otto because he's, he's just this slimy piece of shit, but, like... It's believable. He and I mentioned it to you when we were watching, rewatching through. He reminds me of Jafar from Aladdin, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just this fucking gross piece of shit. It's so apparent that he's grabbing for power, but it's this like you know, it's almost like he's harmless until you realize too late that like no, he he did actually grab too far. Right, until he tightens that noose around right. your neck. And so we yeah we get 
Makers hold fast for an era watching Sir Harold pick these different knights and you it's know, they're all minis. Pomp. It's all pomp, right? It's like you know the, he made a the... big old show of like, oh, this guy stepped back. So now the three of us who are up here who can actually see this, I'm gonna move this miniature here, right, over I here, and put this one the here. Chess... And pieces. don't get me wrong, they're freaking cool little pieces. I want little pieces. I really like, like that. that. But... Sir Kristen Coles is just a tower, circular, Circu- cylindrical fucking tube of like just blank wood. Like this loser, just a pillar. And it's it's like a it's a really neat shot looking down because one Rhaenyra needs to step on the stool to like look down, which I just like, but. Looking down, it's also like Sir Kristen's the only one without like a page holding a, a banner behind right, him. Right. Like he's, he's got very plain right, armor. Right, yeah, he's no. the the shoddy one, of course. And like, God, he's doing it. Oh God! And so then, of course, Rhaenyra's like, you know, what? she loosens up. So she asks who who has been who's seen actual combat, and he's like, yeah, Kristen Cole is the only one. The rest are turning knights. And, and I even asked you, because I was like, what the fuck is a prospective poacher? Yeah, because the Cause other one Otto of them... sco- like, basically scolds her, and he's like, you know, Princess, this this knight that Sir Harold presents first was a prospective poacher who took care of this guy and did a great service, and this is why he's here. And, like, Rhaenyra's like, okay, and Otto's like, you should thank him for his service, and she thanks him, but, like... For fucking what? Like, what is a prospective poacher? Yeah, a like, potential poacher. Like, 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 I just, so he thought about stealing chickens. And like, yeah, right. So what the fuck is the service he did? Fuck off. It was, it was right. bizarre. Right, and then Kristen Cole walks in. And it's like, Kristen yo, Cole's... I served in the Dornish Marches. I was in the infantry for a year. I'm a badass bitch. You should just hire me on the spot. And Rhaenyra's like, yeah, you are a badass bitch. Yeah, she gets all like... She's leaning over the the thing, all, be, very be Romeo welcome, and Juliet. Sir. Yeah, yeah, she's she's all for it, which like which we're gonna oof. see destroyed oof. in episode three. I feel, and so she chooses him, and Otto's immediately like, "Nah, you should do it because this is the Game of Thrones, and these families are powerful. This one's you know holds." And she's straight up blah, like, blah, blah. "Otto, he ain't here to protect you." Here to protect me and my dad, so that's the guy I want protecting us. Let's Wouldn't you think? Get it gone. And it's done. She walks away all badass because she's amazing. And then we get the creep. The creep. Here we go. We start getting into it because we're in the king's private chambers with Alicent. And they're looking at this Man. model of Valeria. Poor Alicent just all the way. Because at this point, we have watched it a second time through. The first time, I didn't catch it. Viserys didn't even fucking build this model of Valeria, the stonemason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just, like, gives, like, the book. Which, like, Jesus Christ, it's not like you're not even playing with Legos. Like, you're looking at the model you're Legos. You're looking at the instructions. Well, like, oh, wow. It's, oh, he's wow. reading about past Lego models and then writing the instructions for them. Yeah, right. Uh, I did forget to mention that himself. in the previous scenes with the small council and then the uh, choosing of the new Kingsguard. Otto's wearing green. Right, 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 right. Colors are important. And so, yeah, it's just funny because basically Allison's like, do you think King's Landing could be the new Valeria? And he's like, no, <laughs> probably no. not. Uh, Yo, he started talking about the place where the blood mages worked their magics. And I just, I want Valeria. I want it all. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, I think I've said it on the podcast before that like Valeria is really one of the the more interesting one of the only things I was interested in Targaryen history for a long time and so during the first watch when we first saw this episode I stood up when the model was there and he started talking like this is right they, they like to live in the fucking volcano yeah Zach side. was straight like that's old Valeria and that's old like, Valeria. Valeria that's Valeria that's Valeria, Valeria. Yeah, right Valeria. Like, is that a know, model of Valeria that was where their magic and power was strongest and this is where the blood mages did their and I was like holy shit it was amazing but now to me it's it's funny because he's I, I don't even know what he is Viserys is just such a putz wonderfully portrayed by Patty Constance too who is equal parts because the conversation starts turning to Rhaenyra, and he's Patty is just so good at this being a king, but being a 
fucking Jerk, child. Like, a, a kid. Uh, just He's... a bit. And, like, that's all the men in this show right. are big man babies, and it's fucking... Dude, I'm so excited to talk about big man babies. Yeah, we'll get episode. to Damon later, my mm-hmm. the biggest child of them all. So I love good. him, but... Yeah, Viserys especially is like, this is so fucking bizarre because he's like, oh, it's so hard to talk to Rhaenyra and I don't know how to do it. But he's literally, the, you know, talking to a 15-year-old He's talking girl, to her best like, friend right, getting the, that. Like, like, the, the, he's saying how hard it is to talk to his 15-year-old daughter, but he's doing it and like doing it more intimately than he should be right. with this other girl. So it's it's all fucked Right, as up. her daddy forces her here, and she doesn't it's gross. have a choice. It's gross. Yeah. And Allison's like, you know, maybe you go talk to her. Like, she's she doesn't want to come to you. You go talk to her, and... Then Later. we get some of this physical contact where right, she right. draw they drop his little his little action figure, and it breaks and she picks it up and as she hands it to him right he, the shot widens as yeah. they're kind of in a marriage pose holding each yeah. other's hand yep. yeah yeah some foreshadowing there and note then, the blue dress, and then we get one of my favorite scenes of the episode the gardens where Viserys meets with Corleys and Rainies. yes so and... there's a super cool cut right at the start of the conversation where there's these two hedges that basically frame the three of them in with the ocean and then the the hill behind them yeah it's and very it's... snug as a bug it reminds me of Olena Tyrell's garden right, that right. they're you know the the, the secrets yeah, like Rainey's is clearly got that that edge to her as well I love this power couple she is they're, they're, my, I'm obsessed they're two of my favorites with so them far. because like, they adore. just command the screen and her just quiet studying of Viserys she's this, yeah she's like, l- watching his reactions like and Viserys so is done loving Rainey's is my favorite cousin this is the like, scene that made me immediately think that this is Viserys is what it would look like if if Renly was on the throne. Right. Let's do whatever we can to prevent war. You know, the galaxy's on Orion's belt. Well, it's funny because they like they give it's the Jeopardy thing where they give us the answer first, and then the question comes. Where at the end, Damon says that Viserys is just shit at being a king. Right. And that's what like this whole episode shows is that when it comes down to making decisions, being actually kingly he sucks because this conversation is literally oh rainy's is my favorite cousin <laughs> which and we got in the last episode with damon being on the small council my brother is on the small council it doesn't matter why you're my cousin we're best buds. but it, right it's all family barbecue talk it's right. not and then like corley's you know brings up the Shit looks bad right now. Like, you look weak. And he's like, oh, you're painting such a nice portrait of my reign. And it's again that. And Rainey jumps in with, it's an accurate You're the one. fucking king, right? Like, this is the, the shit that you need to be dealing with. And then, of course, the other thing that he says he, he hasn't wanted to think about, again, failing to be a king, he needs to marry. And, of course, they offer up their daughter, Lena, who, <laughs> one of the other best scenes. But... Now, yeah, I... I guess we'll wait until that scene before I go into right. It's 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 it's, it's a, a great, strong yeah. in, in in the world of Westeros. It is an unbelievable match. It is a great power match that there's no reason it should be rejected. But yeah. you can see the apprehension from from Viserys, and it's not even it's not because of her age. Oh no, it's no, no. not at all. Because I mean, while there's going to be younger betrothals. There have been. We've seen them in, you know, uh, Game of Thrones proper. You know, there's been babies that have been betrothed and wed. Mm. You know, so that's not what he's scoffing at. It's the not getting the person he wants, who he's already decided who he wants at this point. But Yeah, so we get the, the gross maggot scene. Where he's getting his, and it's it's all metaphor, folks. The maggots are eating the dead flesh around his finger to try to attempt to save what's left of it. And this, again, this wound coming from him pricking his finger on the Iron Throne. And he's asking, basically, Otto and Grandmaster Melos about this union. And Otto immediately is like, no, bad! Corley's oversteps, which we actually, it's stated straight up later by, uh strong yeah that like no he doesn't overstep at all he is well perfectly reasoned and positioned to request this marriage and it's not at all overstepping but yeah and Otto two, immediately throws him under but melos is like yeah this that makes entirely 100 percent sense a strong 
line of house, the richest in the land, because for those who are only used to the Lannisters, way back before the Lannisters, because of Corley specifically in his voyages, House Valerian was the most wealthy house in Westeros during these times. And it goes a long way to support the Rift. That was right. created at the Council of 101 where Rhaenys was denied. His wife was, right. And so, it's the next day where Rhaenyra and Rhaenys are both watching from a balcony as Viserys walks with the Lady Lena. And this is one of the best scenes in in its fucked upness. It's uncomfortable. It's super it's, uh... uncomfortable, but everyone is, even in the scene, and like it is, it, it knows what is happening. The scene is very self-aware of what is occurring in it. And it's straight up a courting between, like, a 40-year-old man and a 12-year-old girl. So that's what I was first going to mention there is she's older in the show. She's been aged up than the books. So right, she's, like, eight in the book, uh, right? right? And yeah. here, 12 is only – so, you know, but that also puts into context the – when she says what her mother told her, that she won't have to bend Royal him wounds. until – It's just like that. Lady Emma said right. in the first episode, right. we are royal wombs. That's what we fucking are. And that's what Lena is. That's what Alicent is. And that's, that's what Renee is. in this whole episode is he needs to propagate the family line. And it's, it's you know, every obviously the, the Twitterverse has exploded for Lady Lena because all she cares about are the fucking oh, dragons. So good. She wants her Vagar and she will get him. But, right, she's just asking, you know, you were the last rider for Balerion, which fucking. Jesus, we were talking about yeah, it during our second. It's a fucking joke, but... And he... Viserys is just uncomfortable. I do like the line he says that Balerion was the the last remaining memory of old Valyria, the last remaining symbol, because he was actually there. And that's when she's like, uh, what about Vagar, though? Vagar, though. But where is Vagar? Can you but draw me a map, I'm going to need a uh, GPS location. Ping him on my app. Latitude maps. and longitude. Right now. Right now. And yeah, it's it's funny because she's a little she's a little badass, but Viserys is obviously discomforted, and especially more so when she goes into the spiel that Corlys told her of you know joining our houses. I'll give you many heirs that are strong and pure. And then he asks, you know, did your mother tell you? Or your your mother tell you to say that? And she's like, Nah, she told me I don't got to bed you till I'm fourteen. Which is the again, those are the woman's worries, like. She, you know, what Rainey's is telling Lena is much different right. than what Corley's is. Right. And, like, and at this point in time, and, like, I mean, if you don't, you're wrong. We like Corley's. Like, he, him and Rainey's are a fucking badass little power couple. And Corley's actually attempts to listen to Rhaenyra and, right. like, right. has this sort of girl power. I mean, at least as far as his wife, especially. Well, girl and power. He's so prepared, I but think, he's to still follow that. But he's ready role. to sell their daughter off. And the things they tell her in preparation, his right. is, you know, tell the king you'll give him good and strong heirs. Whereas Rainey's is, you're not going to have to sleep with him until you're 14 at least. Huh. Like, and those are the, that's the dichotomy that this show is setting up is what the women have to fear and what the men have to yeah, fear. Yeah, what the women are supposedly worth and what, you know, they're used for. Because right. they're, they're all slaves, essentially. And meanwhile, we get, you know, the cut to Rhaenyra watching this and Rainey's just fucking straight chilling, smoking a blonde. Yeah, dude, just, like, just swirling her whiskey and her ice She's like, yeah, there. I guess I gotta sell my daughter off, but it's worth it to get the queen who never was fucking expunged. Yeah, so Rhaenyra really... Flares or feathers here because Rainey's is like, Does it bother you what's going on down there? And she's like, If you're trying to make me mad, it's not working. And she's like, I'm I'm trying to be real with you. Like, I'm yeah, not trying she's, to. She's like, oh, I love I love this scene. I love Rainey's. I fucking yeah. love, but right, like, but, but <laughs> Rainey's is being a bitch about oh, it. Absolutely. And like, you can't, like, if you wanted her to listen, you couldn't come at it where you're. You're scorning her because she's doing, the, you know, she tells Rhaenyra, I didn't ask for a lesson on politics. I had like, and it's just like, nah, like, you know, if you level with her for a minute, girl to girl and be like, you know, I'm in your position. Like, I know what Which, it's like. It's fun because she then does do that in that Elena Rainey's right. way. I just but it, it, well, like, it, uh, it reminds me similar of the, the drunk Cersei, the Blackwater Cersei. Sure. Like, it's that. See, cause this and, one... and that's the issue, though, is that this is what this society propagates, where if these if these girls could team up, if they could work together, like, they'd be unstoppable. Right. And it's that. It's this society they do fosters. They it's too late. This, It fosters rivalry. Right. And, you know, that's what the... 
the original series did with Arya and Sansa, they're bickering, right. and that was what they were trying to make that out is is that that's stopping the buck stops with Arya and Sansa because they're not able to be driven apart right. the way women are historically in this series, and that's what sucks here is if. Rainies and Rhaenyra could girl to girl like connect and just be like, "Yo, right. it happened to me. And I I know this feeling." She does that in the like I said, the thorny Olena way right. by going when to she make says, her not you're, "You're you're making me. You're, if you're trying to make me mad, it's not working." She's like, "It's the exact opposite." Yeah, I'm just trying to show you that yes, you were you were made the the heir. Yes, you are, but it's a king's duty to marry. He's going to. And it's very likely as that he's going as he to have one. As soon as he gets one, he's going to rename. And I, trust me, I would love for you to be on the throne. I would. I bowed my, you know, my husband bowed his knee to you for, you know, being the heir. But as soon as there's a boy, the lords would rather see, and I really liked the 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 men of the realm would rather see the realm burn before right, they see a the woman on the throne. That's the line from the trailer. And yeah, it's because, uh, you know, when. Rhaenyra is gonna break the wheel mm-hmm. when she's queen. It'll mm-hmm. be a new order. But Rhaenys delivers that line from the trailer. But I like that the trailer left out the real kind of hook of it, which is men would rather see the realm burn than a queen. And your father is no fool, which is her saying. He's your dad knows that he knows that you're a placeholder, and like he's known that since the since time he, he was named, named you himself. Like, right, right. That like it's. It's a man or it's nothing, and they will not accept you. And he knows that. You know that. I know that. The fucking realm knows that. And so, you know, this game that we're all playing, you're a cupbearer. That's that's where it's at. And she and Rainey's even brings that up. You know, do you tell the oh. men that you're his heir when you're serving them their wine? Like, are you, you know, yeah. and it's it's such a good barb because it's, it's so true. Yeah, but she kills it. We then get the the dine, the dinner with Alicent and Viserys as they're getting more and more intimate, we're meant to see, and spending a lot of time together. And there's this, I don't know, man, to me it feels like discomfort. Like, Alicent is not at all cool. You she, know, she's no, picking she apart her fingers. She's and being it's, forced by her father. And, it's, and, well, fucking, and uh, don't get me wrong, There's I, I feel as though she, she likes the king, but not as... Not, she's being groomed to for you know be forced to like him, but I don't think that if that wasn't the issue, I think she'd be happy to spend some time with him, just like she did well, with Jaehaerys. Well, it's like and the hi, Mister Targaryen. I'm exactly, going up to Rhaenyra's right, room. Exactly <laughs> like, that. Where she'd be fine with the guy. Like right, sure, you're right. you're fun, doofy. You're my dad. best friend, you're dad. Like, yeah, right. And it's not like Beth's best friend. You know, I want instead is right. Dad. It's the Rick and Morty summer. I want to fuck your dad. Really? Like, yeah. Really? Do, do yeah. you? Do you and really? I I don't think that. I see that there's a lot of people that see it as this. She's she wants all of this, and she's it's by. I think eventually she will become that scornful person who got power and likes that power and would like to keep the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that she's at that point yet. I really don't believe so, and so it's just sad to see her in this situation. In, yeah, in, the in the pick in her nails is such an interesting tick tick that they gave her because it clearly shows her anxiety and discomfort in the situation Mm -hmm. and then she you know playing the great role that she does she gives him a gift which is the repaired which no what does it mean the repaired dragon that he dropped and broke and now it is mended it is it is a now fixed he has mended her dragon uh, i said that backwards she has now mended him he is the dragon and Gives it back to him, and then there's the the knock from Otto. Uh, let me which, hold on. Right. Let me do. Uh, ex- oh, wait, wait, one sec. Wait. <clears throat> Come. Yeah, like that's that's how fucking awkward <laughs> he goes about it. Where he like straight up goes into radio announcer voice. And he's like, Otto, you may enter. And and, the, and that like right. And then Otto comes in. And he's like, Yo, I call Sabra. a meeting. Come on. And so they go to a quick meeting where. Damon took an egg. I love it. I love this scene as well because of Rhaenyra and Corlys. Corlys is a badass bitch. But. Yeah, so it's the – we get the small council first of finding out that Damon, Damon stole an egg. And there's discussion about what to do. And Viserys is like, you know, if I respond to it, that's what he wants. 
he, you know, he's on Dragonstone with his gold cloaks. Let him just fucking sit there and stew. And then it's Rhaenyra who's like... Well, they do read his missive as well, that he's he's going to be taking a second wife. Obviously, we know, we spoke on last episode, he doesn't like his Royce wife. He calls her the bronze bitch. Yeah. He wants her to die. And so in the traditions of Targaryen history, he's taking a second wife, who is Missaria. In the book, she is the... Master of Whispers. She fucking actually. will be, yes. yeah. Like, so she's gonna still, be, yeah. That's still a thing We gotta that can get happen. her there. That's what they're building toward, yeah, and, I think. Yes. Uh, like you said, Rhaenyra was there, and she cuts the silence with just... I love hearing her speak Valyrian, mm-hmm. first of all. And she, yeah, she speaks to, the like, the dragon worker there. The emotion in her voice, the way that, like... Cause the, she knows. She knows before she asks yeah, the question. Yep. She She's knows. like, she knows what Damon's doing here. Because she, in the missive, he says, as the true heir of Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. And so right there, she took it as a, this motherfucker's shooting at me. Mm-hmm. And then it was a, wait a minute. He, he wants oh. the, the king's attention too. How better to do that? And she asks which egg, and it was of course Dreamfires, which is means it's the one that Rhaenyra herself picked to lay in Balon, her, her brother's Once cradle. Once again, Viserys cracks me up right here because he he puffs up his chest and he's like, "No, I don't think so. I'm taking care of this right now. I'm gonna go and ride a boat, cross the water. And I'm gonna beat him up. That son of a bitch." And Otto's like, Sire, I can't let you do that. Right, like... Yeah, right that... there, that. I can't let you do that. If this was Jaehaerys, if this was fucking Aegon, they'd be like, oh, excuse the fuck out of you? What did you just say, Otto? Yeah. Sit the fuck down. It's the, the isolate, you know, don't go talk to Damon. that's your family, that's someone who will... Sway doesn't like you. me. Right. And so it's, uh, I'll go deal with it, you stay here. And As well as an excuse to... He's now got the king by himself for Allison to get all by himself. But right, that's that's a hundred percent. Let her keep digging those claws in. Right. I'll deal with everything else. And Rhaenyra is obviously like, <laughs> fuck this noise. So we cut to Otto getting his armor on, yeah. and Allison as well. And he fucking disgustingly grabs her hands and says that. She is the most comely woman at court and asks her why she destroys herself. And this scene between these two He makes actors, this gross noise when she's... Right, it's like a hmm, hmm. but like almost a fatherly like, hmm, like talk hmm. to me, kid. Yeah. But also in the gross, gross I'm uh, a predator who's trying uncle, to sell like, you yeah. to the king. Ugh. And the look of just vile contempt that she gives him that's so unspoken in this that... It's it's such a well just she you can tell she's relieved when Sir Kristen walks up and interrupts right because it's immediately tell, good evening Sir Kristen and tells him you know protect our hand Sir Kristen and walks away it's just it's beautifully done the 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 acting all of it and it's disgusting but we get some jetpacking because the very next scene is Otto Hightower walking up the long winding stairs switchback a fucking. Shot. Yeah, this is like high fantasy peak shit here. Like and castle up on the the walkway with the clouds from the smoke. You know, ugh, it was so good. The and so we got there. Otto, we got Harold Westerling, Kristen Cole, and their guard. I believe and... that Kristen Cole, when he walked into Otto's house uh, room with Allison, had said that it's twenty of their best household right. guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Damon comes down with Masaria and a bunch of his gold cloaks, and here we go. Otto basically lies, and he's like, yo, Viserys said, like, fuck you, and you're a bitch, and he isn't even going to bother dealing with your shit because he fucking hates you. And, of course, that's all Damon wants. I, Harold Hightower? Disagrees. He was like, He caught, yeah, Yeah, he catches Otto's shit, and he's like, that's not at all. Like, Viserys was literally ready to, like, fly here himself on Dragon back a second ago. So we get a lot of really fun, really neat, cool stuff going on here. Sir Crispin? Sir Crispin. Sir Crispin. Sir Crispin. Was that that what it was? I just love, okay, so Matt Smith. Matt Smith as Damon, ladies and gentlemen, was one of the best casting choices that they could have made because he had such an awkward doofy quality it's almost the the middle child to damon and it's wonderful because like when Kristen cole fires back you know maybe my prince remembers when i knocked him out like the way he laughs and is like very good like it's fun because it's that reminded me a lot of 
the Tyrion that everybody enjoys. Right. It's this I can I can appreciate a good insult. Right, like that, right, no, right, I, yeah. I got you, but you came back. That one was clever. Yeah, I like very yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. And Damon is just being peak Damon so here. Otto is being and you know, Otto shouts at Damon about the filthy whore, how she can't be. You know, it's a bastard saying right, all these he, words. Like, like you're being crazy. And she's like house. getting this look of. Whoa! Yeah, whoa! What am like, I? What am I wrapped what the up fuck in is right happening? now? Hold on! Right there's specific like close-ups or shots of her where she comes into focus. One during the mention of marriage, and the other one during the mention of a pregnancy. And at one point, she even fucking turns and walks off. But right. That's when, after the drag. Yeah. Goes. Otto yeah. basically says, you know. Uh, she's gonna die along with the babe inside her if you keep along this, and then swords are drawn. So and because it's... Damon does this fun little, he holds out the egg at his extended arm, and he's like, "The egg's right here, Otto. Come on and get it." And he's like, "You want to do it like that? You know you'll die." And he's like, "Ah, so will you." <laughs> and then a lot of people thought it was the fun. You know, there was a lot of fun drawings of Caraxes hiding behind the. <laughs> I, it, it appears to me as though it was the sound of steel being drawn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as soon yeah, as there was, there was steel drawn, there was a lot drawn, of it, yeah. You hear the, the gross, fucking greatest uh, dragon sounds. No. I adore. This dragon is disgusting. He is my favorite nasty. I know a lot of people love, love this oversized so noodle in it. The, ne- the, the gross neck. Yeah, the fucking, it grosses me out. The, he reminds me of... The raptors from Jurassic Park with the the sounds that he the makes, screech the screech that it makes, yeah, yeah. And he does like this. It sounds like it's struggling to scream, yeah. and it's fucking horrible. I mean, he has a long neck to get no, all it's, that air it's up great. and out like, of. It's I, such, it's so such a good design. I hate it. I love it. And yeah, Caraxes comes out and is like, "Yo, my buddy's out here doing his shit. You fucking draw steel." And Otto's like, "Put the fucking steel away, idiots!" And then all of a sudden, there's another the the one upsmanship here because all of a sudden the clouds Holy become awake. Shit. Of Dude. a wave yeah. as Rhaenyra fucking Mwah, what up bitches and lands sick ass on the little fucking yeah, so walkway. Rhaenyra with Cyrax showing up. She struts up and she's like, you know, fuck off Otto, out of my way. I have business. Yeah, well, because he immediately turns. He's like, Sir Crispin, get her out of here now. And she's like, shut the fuck and she's up. Like, yeah, what up, Kristen? And then she goes up to her uncle and she's like, yeah, what up, uncle? In High Valerian again, immediately. So good. And we get the dude as soon as Rhaenyra walks up, fucking like cl- David yeah. like like pouts like he like oh. Like, oh She's coming I, to right, the, now it's over. Like, now I'm done, and right. I have to give this Not to only does her. she have a dragon, but she's also, like, the... He, Damon's not gonna fucking hurt me. Right. Like, and the fact that she's the one that's most dedicated to the dragon eggs. She's, right. like, super she dragon rider. Air, and like... he was just pissed off at the whole air thing and took it out on her by he grabbing wa- the dragon. He wants he Viserys' attention. Dude wants attention, right. dude. And, like, he's and not so gonna yeah. kill Rhaenyra, when so he, he knows the jig is up. When he snatches the egg to his chest, it's this straight, like... You, you need to give the kitten back. Right. I know you found him. No, or feeding I want to keep it. It's yeah. not, it does belong to yeah. somebody else, and they're very. And she, it was so fun. And like, I love it because Rhaenyra snaps at him a bit. She's like, you know, you needed to take my fucking brother's egg to prove this point. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, straight up. This is my castle that you're living. And then in. she gets, you know, she gets to the point of it. And she's like, I'm right here, Uncle. So like, if you want to be heir again, you have to kill me. So why don't you just fucking do it? Press that goddamn button, motherfucker. Press the goddamn button. And he doesn't, of course. He hikes the egg at He her. turns to walk away and then throws it overhand over his opposite shoulder. So angsty. The throw was... He's... He's the biggest emo of Westeros. Yeah, it's like, so angsty. We mentioned I love it. years ago on our very first episode how emo the Night's Watch was, and Jon Snow, and um, I think it was Will, maybe, way back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, way more Royce, I think, is who we said was actually the, the Potentially. Emo. This is the origins of emo in Westeros. Like, he's he's the one that's starting up, like, Fallout Boy at Dragonstone. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm here for Damon. It's he, so good. He's, Rhaenyra, you know, gets the egg put into the brazier and fucking smirks at Otto, like, see you in two days, bitch. Enjoy the fucking trip back. It. You came for nothing. And I could have solved it. flies away. And then we get in Dragonstone where... Damon goes up to Missaria and is being all angsty. Dude, he and wants like, someone puts like, his head yeah, on her shoulder. Like, mm, and he's like, I need cuddles. And Missaria is not having it. She's like, bro, 
You can play these stupid fucking games with the king. I'm not a Targaryen, motherfucker. Why are you telling people, one, that we're getting married, and two, that I'm pregnant? And she notes very specifically that she made it so she can't get threatened with pregnancy. So she made herself sterile somehow. She does not want to In the books, whatsoever. Lady Missaria has a miscarriage and is sent away. And so there's some, you know changing going on here but i think that that's essentially what they're because she she doesn't have a baby like in the books at all and i think that's their explanation that they're going to go with here because as you said lady masaria ends up being a lady of whispers which is very's position like at court so she's gonna have some importance here and it's i loved this scene because i I think what she called lady mystery lady lady misery 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 yeah And, uh, mystery. Yeah. <laughs> and the she tells him, you know, I didn't get with you because I want power, status, station, or gold. I got with you because I wanted to be liberated from fear, which is such an interesting, like, oh, it's such a good inlay. Right. For it's, this. it's funny. It's, it's, to me, it's almost like you're, I mean, I suppose I could change it. I was going to say tigers, but it's like dro- jumping into the dragon pit with all the dragons right. and hoping you befriend them so that they don't kill you when. They right, protect so you that, instead. Yeah, yeah, you've got the, the bigger foe as a friend right, for your enemies. Right. Yeah, and that's it. Is basically she bedded up with Damon to like have that absolute protection, and Damon promises that she'll be safe under under him, with him. And so Viserys meets with Lionel Yeah, so Strong. we cut back to King's Landing here, and Lionel Strong, who so, I, I'm a big fan of Lionel it's Strong. It's interesting the way Viserys is kind of one by one. Bringing yeah. this Lena so thing. So we mentioned how he he had talked to Melos and Otto, and Melos was all for uh, Lena Valerian. And so then we also had him speaking with Corlys, who said he loves to have the unfettered opinions. Like, come, I want to talk. Yeah, to Yeah, that's another bull. Right, and he keeps saying line. that, and ev- this whole comp- this whole episode is like you said laying out how horrible the king is he is because he's not listening to anyone on top of the fact that he's not doing any of his duties he's completely overlooking all and disregarding every, all the advice yep. which is exactly the same from everybody it's except four to for one, the one right it's fucking who, four to one who ba- get, has the most to gain uh-huh, from this uh-huh, situation uh-huh. everyone else is like the Lena's the strongest, like, that's it, it the best sense. match. It's and, the... right, and, and even here, this is, this is, we, like, we both, I think, kind of, on the second watch, realized, I realized how much I like this conversation. Like, this is, one, again, fucking Patty, man. The, Dude. the leaning over the chair. Right. Like, oh, he's so comfortable in this role as a, as a Targaryen king that, like, it really does just feel like a peek behind the door yeah. of, like, He's hitting each of these counselors for different reasons, and, you know, he tells Lionel Strong, like, you know, I, I need good, true, honest counsel, and Lionel tells him, Lena's a great fucking match. Right. The, the, the House Valerian is rich. They have the ships. Need I remind you, we might be declaring war in the Stepstones here soon, and right. we're going to need them. And Viserys, again, is like, he takes it to the point of, oh, he wouldn't dare withhold the ships, and it, we're not fucking talking about that right now. Right. In wartime, See, you want to secure these that's alliance. That's the king bit, is right? Him thinking of the fact that he wouldn't dare withhold the ships, I believe, is him stating, "If I go through with what I've already got planned, I already intend to." Right, be right, 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 right. What he wouldn't dare. Withhold well, that's the what ships. that's what it's, he wants. He's waiting he's, for the one person to tell that's him, not Otto. "No, this isn't." That that's a bad match. Right. You should you should try to find someone elsewhere, and no one fucking is, and it's killing him. And that's what resorts to him breaking down and talking to Rhaenyra because at least he can manipulate her into saying, I understand you after the whole, we'll get there later. Cause this, yeah, Lionel Strong is fucking all for it. And he's like, it makes sense with the, the war and the Stepstones thing. Cor- and he straight up says, Corley's has the station. This isn't overreaching, which I think is yes. an overlooked but hugely significant and line. I mentioned it. Otto Hightower is wrong. Right. Corley's is within every fucking right to request this match and in any normal situation that was occurring Viserys would have agreed to it without even the meeting needing to have occurred in the gardens and we all know it's terrible it's fucking Dateline NBC yeah but we're talking in Westeros right in in Westeros society 12 year old girls marry 40 year old men all the time and 
this this should have happened. This makes sense. It, it's fucking so so bizarre that it doesn't. That right. that's what we're meant to understand here is that this blindsides everyone because there's an obvious choice, an obvious good choice. Right. And so this is going to get interrupted by Melos informing Viserys that Rhaenyra's returned from Dragonstone. I'm sorry, what? Hmm? I, I, you know, you, you, she went where? No, you said Dragonstone. She's down in her room listening to Fallout Boy, right. the new Damon right. band. The new Damon Damon's new yeah, band. Right. Like, what are you doing? He's saying thanks. And he's pissed. And this this scene in particular, thanks for the dream fire eggs. Is, thanks for the dream fire eggs. This is so fucked. This this conversation because it seems like he's opening up. Like he's so mad at her, and he expresses it's because she's the only heir. And I really love the the way this language is phrased because it really hits you that as much as Viserys provided the seed to birth Rhaenyra. There's such a disconnect here because he's a pot. He's saying, you know, I did love your mother and there, but like, it's this now I need to move on and kind of stop being your father and move him into the king and move beyond that, which we know is going to lead to Allison in the dance. But just in this personal discussion moment here, there's such a disconnect of him basically saying like, the, you know, I, I love your mother. The man I was with your mother was a good person, and I like that. But now I need to move on from that. And yeah, how do you how do you rationalize and compartmentalize that as a teenager of Rhaenyra's age? Like it's years it's old, fucking. Right? And so this whole conversation is bullshit. Yeah, because he's horrid. essentially seeking her approval to marry, knowing full well that he is taking Allison uh-huh, as uh-huh. his queen. He's already made up his mind since. Way back, you know. Right. All right you and I stuff. discussed a bit. Allison is in the same dress the next morning. And so there's some speculation that perhaps he her, and her King and Viserys have already blood. laid together. Do I, you think there's any merit to that? Because yes. I feel like it's significant, significant enough of that that the dress alone isn't enough. Like, they would have shown us or given us a bit more to We might get that. that soon. It could be a flashback um, thing, you know, where, like, all of a sudden Allison's having some PTSD about it. But, like, you know, it, it just... The dress is... It's such a blink-and-you-miss-it thing. Right, right. I didn't catch it on my first thing. Like, I had to... It was during the rewatch. Like Yeah, I definitely... I mean, it's hard to say one way or the other. Because like no. the whole... The reveal of it is a bizarre it's bizarrely done and like well yeah because then so we'll go there because like i said i just wanted to point out that that he's seeking her approval while withholding the actual he's manipulating her right? and he uses that as a way to convince himself that it's okay it's okay he yeah. couldn't get any of his small counsel nope. to be like hey this would be fine and so instead he goes and he's like my hey, heir my the person that i want to marry mm-hmm. well, i i have to right and so you understand that i have to right and he, yeah and he so, straight up says you know i don't want us to be estranged knowing that what what he's about to do is going to be the right. most estraining and thing. And she's like, no, I understand you need the to, king you needs need to, to marry. remarry. That's how it the works. The king needs to marry. She's not thinking about this as her father. She's saying the king needs to marry. Not my dad needs to marry my best fucking friend. Like, right. it's a different... There's two different people being discussed here, and it's fucked. It's sad. So then we hit that small council the next Yeah, and he's and... brooding, looking out over the city, right. because his mind's made up, and now it's let's, been made up. let's set how... How fucking weird this was, and I didn't even realize it. Right, like, it the didn't, small I didn't council enters and takes their seat, and right next to Otto fucking Hightower is standing his daughter. Why the fuck would Allison be at a small council? In the same dress that there, she was in right. the night before. There is no reason for her to be at a small council the meeting. The family has no place at a small and council none meeting. none of them, just like us, picked up on her, her presence right. there. Otto obviously knows, or Otto else he would have been like, why is my daughter the here? the king knows, right? And, and I mean... I don't know, man. Do you think that, like, Strong or Melos know? Are they just as shocked? I think they're just as shocked, yeah. Maybe Melos. Melos might have an idea, but I don't think Strong does. Because, yeah. Although, at the same time, I suppose Otto could be... Could have reached out. You well, know, that's what sure I mean. It's like maybe it's support. literally only Rhaenyra's and Corley I mean, in this room who council? don't know. Uh, and Beesbury. And Beesbury, right. Lyman but but yeah, Viserys declares his intent to take a new wife and poor Corley's like sits forward like, yes, finally. And 
No, it's the Lady Allison Hightower, and of course, fucking Otto fucking smirks down at Corley's and does the like, "I got you, bitch," and Corley storms the fuck out. My boy, love ya. See you. Yeah, later. he's like the same, the same fucking. Cool. And then Viserys immediately turns. And he's like, "Rhaenyra, please, he's like, give me the justification of telling me that you still love me." And she storms out because fuck you, you don't fuck get that shit. You. And that's 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 King's Landing. Then we get. Yeah, so that was cut away, and it's Corley's, right? And he's describing how he basically built his family, uh, not basically how he built his family up, and is pissed at the king's disregard and blatant disrespect of his house. Doesn't give a shit about his stuff being destroyed in the stepstones, his way of life being destroyed, and then. We get the cool camera pan to Damon right. being all angsty so, by the firelight. if you're not familiar, they're in Driftmark, right, which right, right, is right. the, the seat of House Valerian. And it's very close to Dragonstone. Yeah, it's just, a it's little just skip across over. the Blackwater. Still on the Blackwater Bay in the Cape there, and not quite as far north as White Harbor. Again... They're the richest house in the in the in the continent. Yeah. They they are loaded. And Corley's is like, you know, you and I are a similar vein and Damon's making his jokes, of course, but Corley's is like, you know, we've had to make our own way. We have to make our own name because we were passed over. We are the second sons and so we ha 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 the second sons. Uh, and we have to make our own way in the world because people don't respect or appreciate us. And like Damon, I won. Is like you know, Viserys sucks at being a king. And then when Corlys agrees, he's like, "Don't talk about my brother like I that. Only I can do Which that." Which is just the old, of course, age old you know, sibling thing. Not with you. You're fucking talk shit about Zach. He's he deserves that. But, but he is interested, perhaps, in an alliance to tag team up against this crab Vito, and take out some shit in the Sepstones, which we get a sweet cut to as we see the disgusting ass crab beater fucking right. being all gross on the shores of the Stepstones, attacking more people, and it's... Yeah, he's like the Phantom of the Opera. It's dude. a real cool shot to leave it on, because he's very, like, horrific looking, and it's a cool ooh, there's an ominous villain, the but... The Crabman of the Opera is here. And that's the end yeah, of it. Dude. And that's that's that. And so then there's, you know, the the next time on, which just looks great. There's some yeah, great some shots of the, the Corleys so We're going to see Aegon, the, fr- the Elder. The little baby! I, little baby Aegon. I had mentioned that there's... I guess we'll talk briefly about the next episode. Yeah, it's there was a little scene I saw with Rhaenyra falling back from a campfire, and so I'm pretty right, sure we're going to get back. in the books. It's it's open for interpretation between Mellows but that's and be Mushroom and whoever the other Meister's name, who I forget right now, it was. But who spurns who? Right, because we know that Rhaenyra is. It's clear she has a crush on him. There in the book, it, it's rumored that Rhaenyra started going to brothels to learn proper sexual techniques. So that way, she could then woo Crispin Cole. Crispin. Whereas other people in the Fire and Blood series think that Crispin Cole went and took Crisp- it. Stop calling. Oh no, him he's Crispin Cole forever now. He's he's always going to be Crispin Cole for me. Maybe crispy. Sometimes I'll throw out a crispy, but. He supposedly deflowered her, took advantage of her, and so she spurned him. We don't know which is which, but we're going to find out. And so I think that's... Yeah, the show will probably take a hard stance on that, and that'll be cool. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty excited for... Caraxes melting the faces off of people down in the step zones. Um, that yeah, and Corley's in some sick ass yes. Cause, but we uh for some reason I feel like we skipped over it. So I'm gonna real quick skirt back to the scene in the sept with Allison right, and right. Rhaenyra. Uh, and Rhaenyra, yeah, where the you know essentially they're having what I I'm kind of guessing is like their last friendly moment together. Right. Because right. now the shit's out, and it's. Essentially, Allison saying, you know, I come here to pray, and I like to pray because it's basically just between us and the gods. And Rhaenyra has a moment for her mother, and it's really sad and sweet. And there's this, just this look from Allison that, man, I don't think it's like her straight up having like a villain realization of like, ha. But I think it is her realizing that like, you can emotionally prod people into things by just sort of... right. 
being empathetic. Well, especially or... with this scene, it's Rhaenyra breaks down saying that she just wants to talk to her father, right. basically. Right. And Alicent just had a conversation with the series. She's Ceres, so in the middle of Knowing that, exactly yeah. what it is. And so she, she has directly lined that up and tells her, like, talk to him. Right, she pokes and prods and kind of mentions her own mother dying in, like, just the right ways. And then, you know, as Rhaenyra is having this out pouring of emotion there's this look and sort of i think this realization of like oh you can kind of get people to your way of thinking just by slightly massaging things here and there and it's it was also funny not funny but interesting that it's a very motherly feel right, right there yeah, 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 she's, you yeah. should pray I it's time it. to and i step mommy right and so we'll gross We'll see that coming soon. This episode, episode three. So with that, I think we can go convene our small council. Yeah. Get some inductees for this bitch. Fucking beesberry's gonna be dead. Welcome back to the small council. Joining us here is Lyman Beesberry. I need fucking art on my wall of Damon's like angsty cradling the egg, dude. I'm so obsessed. I'm obsessed with that. I don't want to give it back. You have an inductee for episode two of Hot D, the Vogue Prince. Uh, Lena. Lena. Yeah, Lena Valerian. And not only because of the fact that she's going through this song and dance of, you know, being wooed and courted by the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not as she looks younger. The actress herself looks younger than twelve, but yeah, I guess yeah. I don't yes, know what twelve really true. looks like these days anymore. Uh, the the age thing in for the sake of this show and for the sake of Westeros in general isn't the the main thing. The fact that she's being groomed and forced into this shit and having to do deal with it. It's more that she's still so confidently asking about her future dragon. And where it's going to be. And she's so focused at this age on that. I'm so excited to see. Yeah, that's her first focus. Like, she's a fucking Uh, 12-year-old girl. So, of course, she's asked about the dragons. And then it's the afterthought of, like, oh, yeah. And also, I'll give you many strong heirs. And it'll be cool if we marry. But also, with Lena. Lena is the first time in the show where, like, I've become aware that they're wearing wigs. In it, I was gonna comment on her hair. Super, I thought it was super cool. It, like I, I like her it hair. on hers, but I become super. I, and like even it makes me look at King Viserys, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's like noticeably a wig too. And it just makes me hyper aware of like. And I think it's just I, I love her hairstyle, but I just think it's like the man that is like a lot of hair for so a twelve year old. Basically, kid. listeners don't watch this in four K, or you're gonna be able to see. Everything. Yeah, that was Everything. it. Was a pretty wild scene on the second rewatch. It's like putting like, on a whole Whoa. new lens of glasses. And I love like her. There's but... gaffes in there. Um, or... and mine is going to my my inductee. It's going to the gross fucking noodle. Yes, Caraxes, dude, because it it's I love the way it fucking peeks out from behind the goddamn curtain wall, dude. He's so and then the fucking screech that liter it literally like. It gives me a chill up my side. You can hear the shrieking Ugh. going down its throat before it finally culminates into that. Like, and it was <laughs> it was really between Rhaenyra and her entrance or Caraxes, but like, my God, dude, I uh, it's gotta He's be sure. it's gotta be the blood worm. He's gross cool. One. He's cool. And so another episode down. Right. We're three. chugging light along. Episode three will be later later for y'all so enjoy that we will be talking about it for next sunday <sighs> boy oh boy hey let's give some socials because i'm about oh, to right. just pass out from the, the exertion here so <laughs> okay <laughs> if you would like to send uh, your inductees for the episodes that are coming up send us an email at without manners brotherhood at gmail.com you can find us all over the internet with links to all those spots or at least the most popular ones at our website brotherhoodwithout.com you can find me on twitter at manners without zach is over there at carstark 92 yeah that one and we have facebook facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast last but not least check out our patreon where we're putting out content there we have the duncan egg stuff coming we have the prequel chapters uh prequel the sample chapters that martin has released 
and that's patreon.com slash without manners. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Rate and review us. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash brotherhood. Fuck, we got so many links, it's hard to say. And you can leave us a, a rating right there. It'll just give you the option for whatever whatever platform works best for you. You got anything to add? Of course not. Whoa. You don't know what socials we have. Jesus you don't Christ. do them. Fuck. I guess that'll wrap up this episode then. We're excited for episode three as well as the following seven episodes. It's going to be fucking amazing. You'd be a Viserys king. Whoa. You would need me to protect wow. you from yourself. And with wow. that, I'll be on fucking Dragonstone. Follow to Harris. Peace. Peace.